G'day and welcome to Season 2 of the Far North Leadership Podcast. I'm Jeff, and in each episode of the podcast, I interview a leader from the beautiful city of Cairns in Far North Queensland. It's called the Far North Leadership Podcast for that simple reason, because it features leaders from a variety of sectors across the Far North. I believe that we can grow as leaders simply by listening to and learning from each other. I don't know about you, but every time I meet a leader or I overhear a leadership conversation, it helps me grow. So enjoy the conversations and I hope you find something that applies to your life and leadership in every single episode. In this episode, I'll interview Carlton and Tina Horn. Carlton and Tina are the owners of Raw Prawn and Boatshed, two iconic restaurants here in Cairns. They've been leaders in the hospitality industry in Cairns for almost 20 years, while also being married and raising a young family. I chatted with them recently in their home on the edge of the rainforest here in Cairns. I'd love to start just by asking um, each of you what you love about being in the hospitality industry in Cairns. I think it um, provides a really challenging workplace. Um, no day is the same um, and dealing with people and, and staff, you get to have certain relationships with people. Um, yeah, and just it offers an opportunity for creativity as well. Mm-hmm. I think the uh, workplace itself is quite dynamic, so never any two days are the same. So each day people come in, guests come in with um, expectations. Um, They're all varying expectations. Some might be on a birthday, some anniversary, some could be first date, some could just be coming in for a meal. And so meeting those expectations or exceeding them or in some cases lowering the expectations so they understand what we're about. Uh, And also dealing with the, the staff and the varying personalities that we have there at work also helps us I suppose uh, deal with new new people new staff and the similarities that they have with each other but then also their own uniqueness is pretty enjoyable watching them develop and grow yeah as bosses I suppose have you had any engagements have people come in and, uh, and propose yes we've had weddings at okay, Prawn well, as well yeah uh, Valentine's Day sometimes provides um, opportunities for people to get engaged and that's happened. Yeah, I think, think, think now that that's going to be not really something that happens that often with the advent of social media and the, the visualisation of how other people and the uniqueness that they want to associate their engagement with. Uh, before it used to be a tradition at a restaurant, you know, in a glass of champagne. Now it could be on a beach or it could be on a cool holiday before they bungee jump, who, who knows? But it's all captured now, I think, for instant sharing on socials. So, in a restaurant, it's probably going to die away for engagements. Just trying to beat each other. The, the benchmark's been set <laughs> yeah. too high. Glad I already had my own proposal. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, what led you guys to initially opening the Raw Prawn over a decade ago? Uh, it's all about opportunities. So, it was back in um, 2000, so almost 20, oh, 20 wow. years ago. Okay. Yeah, uh, there was a development there, the Trilogy, the, the apartments. Uh, most developments now have retail um, installations that they put at the bottom. And so they want to try and create lifestyles. So people buy the apartments, there's restaurants down. Uh, back in 2000, there was not much action up that end of the Royal Pro, uh, the, the Esplanade. And uh, the developers were just wanting the shops to be filled and operating so they could sell a lifestyle to their potential unit buyers. Yeah, so we had some history in restaurants 
around the corner and our name was put forward to take over a restaurant called Cosmos on the Bay that um, didn't wasn't successful. Okay. And that was in that spot before the development? Is that... Oh, no, that was... So they developed the one tower with the retail yeah. and then there was a restaurant there called Cosmos on the Bay. Yeah. Um, didn't, didn't work, okay. so we went in. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Um, and when did you open your second restaurant, The Boat Shed, and what have been some of the joys and challenges of not just one restaurant but two? Uh, well, that was our third. We opened um, Candy as a little cafe breakfast lunch and also maybe private events at night. Okay. Um, 2011, 10 or 11. And so we actually had the opportunity to work at a second venue, albeit... Smaller scale. Smaller scale and hours that weren't corresponding with current hours. So mm-hmm. that was probably more challenging that we had to do breakfast. Um, but at the same time, more creative. It was exciting. Gave us an outlet to do some things that we couldn't probably do at Raw Prawn. Um, yeah, that was fun. Mm-hmm. Got, my sister came up, she was working with my sister as well, so that was another uh, exciting and, I don't know, rewarding part was working with my sister and going with ideas on food and her turning it around in her own vision and presenting it, which was good. Mm. Yeah, it was and then, good. Then we sold that and just mm. um, focused on... Reuben was only about a year then, a year old, so we sold that and just focused on... Uh, building our home and um, spending some more time with our young family. Yeah. Mm. Yep. And then opportunity arose um, at the site where Boatshed is now, um, and that seemed to work. And we just sort of started it from there, and that was back in 2015. Yeah, that, I think we turned four in May. Yeah. Yeah. So, so you already had experience operating um, two venues, which were quite different, as you say, which brought challenges. If you've got a late night at the restaurant and then opening for breakfast, that's a bit hard. Mm. <laughs> but there's some, some synergy. Yeah, so what, what, are, what are some other aspects that you really enjoy about having two venues? Well, we're now probably separated a little bit in mm-hmm. our workspace because yeah. um, I'm based at Boatshed and Carlton's generally at Raw Prawn and then he'll float between the two. Um, so I guess... You know, in that respect, it's changed our work relationship, um, you know, and I guess our personal relationship as well. Um, you know, obviously working together, there's always challenges that come with it, um, which we always work through. But, um, yeah, having the ability to be in different spaces and coming together with ideas and, and stuff like that has been good. Yeah, probably good for um, Tina's development too, as doing more of leisure role, like sort of being the first point of contact at Boatshed rather than myself, which was probably the case. So for her to build, not career-wise, because it's not really a career, it's, it's, what, it's just what we do. I think for me, it's actually developed my skill set and confidence in being able to deal with different situations. I think when we just had raw prawn and like Carlton said, he was the point of contact and um, where they're supporting each other, but um, I was able to sort of step back and not have to do certain things. Whereas now, um, because I am that point of contact at Boatshed, people address me about certain things and sometimes decisions have to be made 
there and then. Um, if it's more complex, then obviously, you know, I'll liaise with him and um, just go from there. But I think, yeah, for me, it's been it's been a um, good opportunity for creativity and developing confidence and stuff like that. Yes, yeah, so for for me, it's having two two restaurants that I can try different um, food concepts and ideas, two um, service concepts. Um, and two presentation concepts. So no restaurant's the same, you know, pretty boring if they all were. So obviously having experience in restaurants, you see concepts that would work and to be able to apply it and it to work is pretty pretty rewarding. And then so it gives, I suppose, birth to other concepts that may be able to be done down the, down the track. Yeah, that, that's probably it for me is just having more area for me to be creative in mm. is the advantage of having two restaurants. Are there other things that have um, really helped you guys to have uh, the business, but then also invest in your marriage and in your family over the years as your kids have been born and grown throughout that time? Uh, no, approaches? probably the business has been successful has helped. Mm. Um, mm. I, yeah, but- that probably would have put strain on the relationship if they weren't successful, maybe having to spend more time at the shops or on the business rather than on our family or on our own relationship uh, would have definitely been challenging. Yeah, and in saying that, what um, what it looks like today is very different to what it looked like 15 years ago. Um, As we are building the business. Yeah, that's right. And from that time throughout the years, we've obviously learnt a lot and having the right people in place um, so that we can let go. Tr- yeah, be, have that ability to let go and just trust that these people are doing what's required um, and we've got peace of mind and it lets us be able to have days off together because for a long time there was um, yeah, a period of time where we were having separate days off and um, obviously before kids, but um, it, yeah, which is how it looks a lot different to what it does today. Mm. When you guys think about leadership uh, and leadership in your lives, what does leadership mean to you as a concept? Um, for me, I think it's providing an example that people can, I don't know, not necessarily look up to, but um, you know, demonstrating the way to interact with people and doing the right thing by other people. Um, and just being a generally good human being. Um. I think leadership is about just being fair in the workplace, Mm. have an understanding of the people that you're working with, your customers, and then saying to them, follow me, come with me, you'll be safe, you'll have a job. If you do things this way, um, that'll help us grow as a business completely you know do we get things right 100% of the time no but are we trying 100% of the time to get things right yes so if we get a few wrong and uh, acknowledge those and with the staff and they all can sort of see that as all right that's something that we tried didn't work let's move forward to the next to the next point then I think that's showing good leadership you know and then there's be consistent um, history of of that happening and so you can always look back and say, yeah, were we right? No, yes, 
or in this case we were, this case we weren't, let's just move, learn from that, move on. And then not really holding anyone to account that you wouldn't hold yourself to. And then finding and doing jobs that asking people, asking people to do stuff that you wouldn't be prepared to do mm. yourself. So it is, it's just about, yeah, just getting people to buy into our concept of what a successful restaurant is and getting them to follow and add ideas along the way and accept those ideas or reject them, but in a way that, you know, they, they feel valued. Mm. And, I, and I think that's, that's right in saying you've got to be prepared to get in and do, do the work because I think if people see us involved, hands-on, um, you know, they're, they're more likely to want to be able to, to do that as well. Yeah, it's very different now. Like what we were doing when we first started the business, staff wouldn't necessarily see us do that again now. But it'd be setting up, sweeping, mopping floors, washing dishes, whatever the, whatever it took to get that done. We don't need to do that to show the guys that were prepared to do the job. They just need to understand that they were jobs that we used to do because <laughs> they had to be done. And I don't think for an instant that they don't believe that we didn't do it. And it's not just words, it was actually that we did do so yeah it's, it's one of those things that sometimes you don't have to practice what you preach they just have to understand that yeah it was happening at a time that they did do that and showing the character that you know we did do those things so we expect you to do that as well do you get more energy from um, the the new things and the creativity or from making what is what exists healthy and successful both I think mm-hmm. you, they, they go hand in hand. You can't have um, excitement with creativity without looking at keeping other aspects of your business consistent. You know, you need to make sure those fundamentals are strong before you can start looking to introduce new elements to your business. Mm. Yeah, and you can't just keep things the same because there's so much on offer for people to choose from. You know, you've got to keep it that little bit interesting um, and be prepared to sometimes, you know, maybe step outside your comfort zone or whatever, but also be able to understand the market that you're putting them forward to. Um, yeah. Um, how about for you guys personally and leaders that you know or have met? Who, who would you say is the, the best leader that you aspire to or, or learn from over the years? I don't know for me if it's any one leader or any particular individual. I think it's more trying to associate our, our positions in the business with other industries, you know, like is it's our our job similar to like a movie director or are we like a coach on a football team or, you know, th- taking those other um, industries or other professions and sort of seeing what our job is and then looking at what those jobs are. And the coach's job isn't to get on the field and play every day. His coach... The, the, the idea of a coach is to get the team to play as, as one to a game plan to be successful and also to ride the bumps with each other but then also celebrate the, the good times together. You know, maybe movie directors is to sort of lead, show the actors that they want to go on this particular path with the story and this is how they feel they can convey that the best and then get bring the best performances out of the, the actors. Um, so as, as leaders, as an individual, I'm not quite sure, but as... I think leaders in other industries look looking at those type of things. Mm. Yeah, I, I probably can't pinpoint one person um, that would be a, a leader role model for me. Um, but yeah, people who are prepared to have a go 
and prepared to back themselves. Um, I think those people, and there are lots of them, there's people, lots of people in Cairns who, who do that, they're, they can be a form of inspiration, um, you know, because they're in the same boat and, and just wanting to, to do the best that they can as well. I feel silly because I probably could name countless chefs that I love their food and mm. love their visit their restaurants and stuff like that. But at the end of the day, their, their situation is different to our situation. So them as a leader and the factors that make them successful are very different to what we could achieve here in Keynes and the population, you know, factors like population and um, the media surrounding those, those type of celebrity chefs, you know. So obviously they could be good leaders, but as like to eat their food but probably don't look at them as inspirational leaders does that make sense mm-hmm. yeah absolutely so when you guys are going to sleep at night um as owners and operators of restaurants what would constitute a good day for you to to go to sleep at night thinking that was a good day what, what would make that i think um uh, just having the doors open customers sitting down without <laughs> your complaints are always good days yep. <laughs> You know, like, like I said, we're, we're, we try and get it right 100% of the time. Um, accepting the fact that, you know, some things go wrong, but it's not the end of the world. Um, gives me peace, you know. I can only control what I can control, you know, and I can't control what happens if someone has a bad review and wants to go to TripAdvisor. I can't, I can't control any of that, so I don't let that affect me. I don't let, yeah, try not to let anything affect me. When it comes to that, we want to be a restaurant and we want to serve food. It's just the way that things have evolved with TripAdvisor and Google reviews that now it feels that we are putting ourselves out there for open reviews. Lawyers, accountants, you know, don't have a TripAdvisor for them where they can get bad reviews. Dentists, you know, none of those sort of people are under those sort of pressure. You know, they've got to do their job and if people aren't happy with the outcome, there's no place for them to vent that to the greater public. Um, whereas with restaurants, there's a myriad of those uh, platforms for people to do that. You could get worked up about that and stress out about that, but that doesn't help us become a better restaurant. It doesn't help me be a, a better owner or a boss. Or all it does is probably give validation to those people writing that they either got to us or, you know, that they're sort of winning. I think if they do have a problem, I'd rather them address us when it happens so we can either fix the problem or at least understand where they're coming from and then they'll probably feel better knowing that they've had the face-to-face. We'd definitely feel better knowing that we had the face-to-face with them. So I'd say that might mm-hmm. have kept us up once upon a time. but then Yeah not engaging with it sort of helped us sleep a bit better yeah and I, I think as time goes on you learn to just let it let it go and like Carlton said there's things that you can control and there's things that you can't control um, and the things that I can control I do my best to make sure that they're all going well um, you know work and family so if I can manage those things to the best of my ability then I'll sleep well. Hmm. Yeah. Can you give me some insight into your hopes and dreams? What would you love to be part of or achieve in the future? For me at the moment, it's just making sure that obviously work is, is successful and each day we're continuing to open the doors and provide a service to people who come in. 
um, but obviously it's my family as well. Um, kids at school, making sure that they're getting our, um, our attention as well, um, you know, and getting them through until it's time for them to go and do what they, they want to do. Uh, I think I'm leaving the future now, you know, sort of, I really like what I'm doing. I don't really want to, I think being, trying to look ahead and think or wish that I was part of something or doing something in the future probably takes the focus off what we're doing now and what's important now. So, I don't know, if, if we can keep growing as individuals, growing as a business, growing as a marriage, then that's, that's probably the future hopes and dreams, I think, is just to be successful and all those things continue to be successful and the rest, the rest will take care of itself. Can't, can't really sort of get caught up with down the track for me, I, mean, yeah. I think. Mm-hmm. It's uh, approaching lunchtime on a Friday, and you talked about you know being creative and working with chefs and uh, and you know different kinds of experiences. Are there any um, dishes or any drinks that you know right now you just love to have prepared for you or be part of preparing for your lunch or later on tonight? What uh, what do you feel like today? I could always go margarita. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was going to say the exact same thing. <laughs> Just a straight yeah, margarita. That's, that's yeah, our margarita go-to. and then see what happens. I mean, obviously having to do the, the school pickup <laughs> changes the, the ability to be able to actually go and do things. But yeah, having a nice Friday lunch. Tina, we get to go and travel and eat at good restaurants and enjoy those times as a couple and have margaritas and oysters and great lunches and... Uh, not even think about what the kids are, are doing because we'd have to pick them up and, you know, mm. yeah, enjoy, the, enjoy those things. Um, Food-wise, I know, something, something simple. Yeah. As long as it comes with a margarita. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Excellent. Well, I think, you know, you guys' approach to your business, you know, seeing opportunities and taking them up and uh, trying to be fair to your staff and just doing what, what is needed each day uh, while, you know, um, investing in your marriage and in your family is really the, the bedrock of small businesses and medium-sized businesses all over Cairns. Uh, if everyone had the same approach you guys had in every industry, you would be firing. So, Yeah, I think we're having, you know, we are employers. We are, at the end of the day, people are relying on our success for their income. Yeah. Do you know, so I can't take that for granted either. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That you want to be able to provide as much employment opportunities for as many people as you can if they're prepared to do the hard work. Yeah. So it makes things easy from our perspective as well. Wonderful. Well, thank you so much for your time. And uh, I can personally, not just from this side of the podcast, but personally encourage people to get down to Boat Shed or Raw Prawn and try it out for themselves. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Thank you. Well, I love that interview because I reckon Carlton and Tina represent what is really the best of small to medium enterprises, and particularly in the hospitality industry. Uh, A couple who are trying to lead their staff well and be great bosses, but also leading the business and doing the best they can for the customer and just day in and day out focusing on, as they said quite a few times, keeping the doors open, providing a, a quality experience for the customer and treating their staff well. I think that's fantastic. So I love what they shared, I love their approach, and I love how they are figuring it out as they go along as husband and wife with their business and also raising their family. In this season of the Far North Leadership Podcast, I'll release a new episode every month. 
all you need to do is subscribe on your favorite podcasting app and each new episode will appear when it's released. If you find this helpful or interesting, please pass it on to a friend or a colleague. And I'll be back next month with another fascinating interview.